Hey you, welcome to Build the Damn Thing, a place where myself, Tiffany Largi, and our amazing Do the Damn Thing coaches show you how to use your story to build it all. Whether it's your first six figures, your next layer of multiple six figures, or maybe you're on your way to a million. And if it's not that, it's the life of your dreams, where you are free, you are strong, and you are whole. First, we're going to show you how to use your story to build a strong foundation. And then next, we're going to show you how to use your story in sales and marketing to clean up the cracks. And last but not least, we're going to show you how to use your story to gather people. Because the truth of the matter is that there's nothing stronger than being connected to people who just understand you as you are where you are so you can stop explaining yourself. I want to remind you that now that you're here, you are home and I officially welcome you to our family. All right, let's get started. Really and truly, like, what does it actually mean? Like, for real, for real, like, what does it actually mean to... um have confidence. And as crazy as it sounds, I want you to know that confidence is like the pixie dust. It's the thing that is on top of every part of whatever you're trying to accomplish. And in order to actually build a do the damn thing life, you have to, have to, have to, have to, have to, have to fight for confidence on a regular basis. And in some chapters of your life, depending on what you're after, you got to fight for it harder and bigger and better than anything else. Because confidence is like the deal breaker. It's the thing that tips everything to the left or to the right. And if you're willing to entertain that all of us, me included, can um, can uh, be aware of how we are staying confident, putting confidence as a, not necessarily a goal, but an objective and, and be self-conscious and aware of it, then we can absolutely change the game. Now, I want to be transparent and say this. We are here in the Do the Damn Thing studios and somewhere around our building, there is tons of excitement outside and it's somehow way, shape, form, figure. We have amazing noise that is penetrating through. So if you hear a little bit, and you're like, oh, this audio quality, just bear with me because I promise you this episode is going to be so delicious. I had the luxury of having comedian, dun, 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 E.O. Smith. <laughs> hey. Out into the studio. And I was like, oh, I can't miss this opportunity because no one <laughs> knows how to slay the game or uh, build a road of just how do I become confident? How how do I build confidence right from where I am, how do I make it seem seamless, and then how do I do it over and over again to get exactly what I want? And I was like, you know what? The truth is that over the last decade, I've had the luxury of having a front row seat to comedians, and I've spent maybe, I don't want to say hours, but I've probably been to 200, maybe 300 shows at this point, and I've watched thousands of comedians over the last decade. And what I know for sure is that their need to produce an instant result, which for them is in the form of a laugh, has been like the, whoa, it's the thing that is like, it's so different from my field. And I'm like, you know what? I think, I think, and I know that the person, you, who's looking or trying to figure out, okay, what's the missing ingredient between me and the do the damn thing life that I'm after? I knew that this would be delicious. And so here we go. Take notes, take out your pen and paper, and please welcome with me, E.L. I'm so excited to have you. Awesome, awesome. Thanks for having me, man. Excited to be here. So, yeah, confidence. Um, it's one thing that you got to have. So what Tiffany was saying is very true. Uh, and they say the fear of speaking in front of people is one of the most, you know, fears of most people. And so we're here to chop it up and get into the nitty gritty of how to overcome, I guess, that fear. 
Yeah, and then so, let me ask you this: Do you find like because being in being in front of a uh, an audience, mm-hmm. whether you're telling jokes or speaking, do you feel like it's in the same bucket? Do, do you have the same level of confidence no matter what arena you're in, or is it like? I know that this is a task, so I focus on becoming confident in this road or in this path or for this objective. I think it all depends. So it all depends. So if you're if you're doing something that you've that you are doing that you know you don't have to get a result from, mm-hmm. it's a different type of feeling. So if you're like doing a presentation, you've done this presentation plenty of times before. Uh, the audience is just supposed to just look and take in the information. You could just basically read like the PowerPoint. (laughs) But if you're looking to like get a reaction such as to make people laugh or to sell a product or to get people to take action, it's a, it's a different level uh, because you're, you have to create emotion, create something within the audience. Got it. Yeah. So what you're saying is that it's almost like be aware of, of which path that you're in. Yeah. But more importantly, you want to be confident no matter what path you're in. You do. Yeah. But I hear what you're saying that at the end of the day, the goal is to get the person to, or to get something, something to have happened on the other side of where you are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So for the person who's like, I don't know where to start. I hide behind a wall whenever I have to actually get someone to take action because like, I feel like a lot of what I see is the person's like, oh, but Tiffany, I can get on stage and or not mm-hmm. on stage. I can be in front of people and I can talk and I can do things. But I feel like if you can't get them to take action, then you're then like there's a fear there. Is that right? Does that make sense? Um, yeah, yeah, no, I think so. I think if you can't get people to take actions, maybe something that you're just not bringing to the table. Um, if if you're on stage and you're talking, you're 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 I want to say 80 percent at the threshold of conquering that fear. So now, I mean, not getting them to take action is just more so of like, what am I can do better while I'm on this platform or while I'm on this stage. But the, the confidence part is just people just wanting to get up in front of strangers and be like the, the main center of attention. So how to conquer that and how to get over that is um, something you just have to look in within yourself because, you know, you're not going to die from speaking in front of people. Um, nothing physically bad is going to happen to you unless you're up there saying something crazy. Um, it's like, I think it comes from like an innate feeling of just us as human beings with the fear of being judged. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Your fear of being judged because it's innate in us um, from a long time ago, I think. Um, being judged can equal, you know, life or death. From a long time ago, yep. being in the front of people at the town square, uh, being accused of being a witch or something like that, you know, so it's it's something that's innate. You know, being oh my gosh, he said being a witch, he went deep. Yeah, he went deep. Did you hear that? He was like, what? he was like town square. In my mind, I was like town square. Oh, town square. I was like, you're like Winston Salem. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, or just, you know, you know, people were, you know, sacrificed back then and all this stuff like that and the Mayans and stuff. So the fear of being in front of people is like the fear of being judged because that can literally equal life or death. But now in these days, it's different. There's no life or death. 
I saw something on TV one time where it was saying, you know, we still get adrenaline. We still get anxiety because back in the day, anxiety was to keep us alive. You know, our, our, pupils, our pupils dilated, our adrenaline rush. We get a sense of sweating in our bodies to try to avoid danger like animals may be eating us. That same type of feeling happens when you get on stage. Hmm. But it's, it's a sense that comes from like, I need to survive. Mm-hmm. But in this age, this day and age, like I say, speaking in front of people is not going to kill you. So I think you just need to tap into the reality of where you are and not let your emotions or your your innate emotions control what you're trying to do because you have an outcome that you want to do. Mm-hmm. So your innate emotions take over. And it's human nature. It's human nature to have those emotions. But you have to almost realize what it is and not let it control your actions. So tell me this, uh, because you have mentioned um, uh, really like being on stage. Does the same rule apply when you're off of stage? Like, is it like, are you like, is it easy for you to just be in the center or be in front of people in general? Or do you just take that to your profession? Because I know for a lot of the people that we serve, they are going to do a sales call. They have to, they do speak, you Mm -hmm. know, um, but they just have a fear of being in front of people and then not feeling too pushy when they're in front of people. So they kind of just say, I'm just going to be here to give the information. I actually don't want to rock the boat too much. So I'm just going to give the information. Like, I'll give you the proposal, but I'm not going to ask you for the money. I'll go on stage, but I'm not going to ask you to, like, buy my book or, you know, you know what I'm saying? Follow, mm. like, follow me or, you know, do something specific. Yeah. But why do you think that is an end or how, like, if I needed to, if I wanted to to be effective when I'm on stage or, or when I'm in front and, and here and do the damn thing, in our world, we teach everybody that in order to live a do the damn thing life, wherever you are is your stage. Grocery mm. store, laundromat, um park (laughs) it doesn't matter whenever you're talking to other people it's your stage my question i let me clean my question my question to you is what's the first step in me owning the stage no matter where i am um i think that taps into a fear rejection um i think that's more of a fear rejection because if the stage is wherever you are wherever you're doing and you're speaking on to someone one-on-one and you're trying to get them to make a move as far as to buy your product or or download your podcast or listen to your book and they say no, I mean, that's, I think that's more of a fear of rejection because you're technically on the stage, you're talking to the person, but you won't do that very last thing. So, I mean, you're confident enough to talk to the person, but you won't do that very last thing. And I think that taps into a fear of rejection. And Rejection, and again, it's it, it tap. It's it's still the same thing as far as being judged. I think, but people just have to get over the fact that everyone's not gonna like you. Everyone's not going to, um, not gonna give you a good feeling. Everybody's not gonna like you. So what step? I, I hear you, and you're so right. And you don't want everyone to like you. You really don't. You don't need everybody to like you. You just need the people, like literally and truly, you just need the people who are right there. Like you need the people who are your people to like you. You need the people who are your people to take action. Yeah. So what's the first step in getting confidence or being more confident? 
realizing that it's not life or death anymore. That's the first step. That's the first step in realizing and being confident. They say uh, you're supposed to pretend that the audience that you're speaking to, that they're in their underwear. Um, <laughs> Does that work? I think that's odd. <laughs> I think that's a little weird. Um, and in some states, you can probably get arrested <laughs> for that. I mean, if you're doing children's birthday parties, that's not... <laughs> That's, not the, that's not the right thing. That's not the way to go. <laughs> no, it's not the way you should be. Not the, the right thing you should be doing. Um, okay. Yeah, you know. So. Yeah, yeah. I think is you have to pretend that you're talking to someone one on one. You have to break down the hundred people, the thousand people, the ten thousand arena people into one on one. And then that person you're talking to one-on-one is like your best friend from 15 years or the person that you feel most connected with in life that you have the most uh, easy, fun-loving, comfortable conversations with. You know, when you're talking to your spouse or you're talking to uh, your best friend, you just talk. You don't think about what you're saying. You don't think if this is going to be the right words or not going to be the right words, that person is still going to be your friend at the end of the day. And then also you're being your true authentic self Yeah. because people can pick up on when you're either reading from a script or you're trying to be um, something that you're not. Yep. So if you just be yourself, you know, you're already being yourself. Just pretend that you're talking to your best friend. That's good. That's really good. So step number one is we just focus on one person or we, we imagine, yeah, we we imagine. imagine ourselves that we're just focused on one person. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you think of number two, so when you think of number two and we've got this one person, what's next? Like, what do we do next? Um, when you got that one person, then you have to realize that you are who you are. It's almost 7 billion people on this planet. It's only one E.L. Smith. One E.L. Smith is one Tiffany Largie. Yeah. No one's... Okay. okay. <laughs> no one... That was a good... That's a good... You should have put a hell, hell yeah, on the on the end of that one. I'm excited. I'm like, there is only one Tiffany Largie. This is very true. So, I mean, no one can do anything on this planet the way you can do it. Win, lose, yeah, or draw. for sure. Win, lose, or draw. So if you get up there... And you fumble over a word, or you you say something, or you trip and fall. They're gonna get an experience that they're never gonna see before because they're gonna see somebody that they're never gonna see in his life, no matter where they go, no matter where they visit, no matter what they see. They're never gonna see that same as that person ever anywhere in life. So you should take that moment as your opportunity just to live your life and just speak your truth, you know? Because you're never gonna get that. That one thing we can never get back is time, right? So when you're speaking. When you're on stage, uh, just think about how you you have this opportunity to be doing what you want to do or attempt to do what you want to do. With all the people on the planet don't even get this opportunity. So why would you, you squabble it thinking about what ifs and not wanting to go through with it or being afraid or things like that? Because, you know, it's you're you. Do the damn thing. Oh, did you hear that? You're you. <laughs> Just do the damn thing. Oh, I love that so much. I love that so much because it is the God's honest truth. This is the mm-hmm. one life we get. 
One we life. don't get any other life. Why would we waste any time trying to navigate other people, which we call here at Do The Damn Thing, managing other people's insecurities? Mm -hmm. Because really, at the end of the day, it's stupid. You're right. By going and doing the thing, we're not going to die. You're not going to pass out. You will not choke. No one's going to throw a bottle at your tomato. You know, like none of those things are going to happen. So really and truly, you almost have like a crazy responsibility to just do it, to just go and do it. Okay, so you gave us number two. Woo! Okay. Number three, number three, give it <laughs> okay. to us. Number three, what's the what's the question for number three? <laughs> Listen, we where he was giving us the three steps, the, the steps to build to building, building confidence. confidence. He's like, he's like, I don't know what we're doing. What are we doing? Well, I'm just trying to figure out what, like, but so I can I can tag on to that. So number one, uh, pretend that you're speaking to your best friend. Uh, number two is only one person. It's only you and this whole planet. Um, I would say number three is kind of to get into what I was talking to before is that you can never get back time. You can never get back time. The time is ticking. The seconds are ticking. The minutes are going. The hours are going. The days are going. The years are going. What do you want to do in life? What do you want to do? Is this what you want to do? Then do it. If you lose... So if you if you if you fall short, so anybody you see that's a success in life, they lost before, they failed before, they 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 dropped the ball before, but they pursue what they want to do. They pursue what they want to do. You know, when we're born, when we come into this world, we're kids, we're wide-eyed, we want to do this, we want to be an astronaut and all these crazy things and fly and all these things but then we become older and we let people point at us you know and tell us what we should be what we ought to be and they 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 dim that light you know they dim that light as you get older and older like oh i can't do that i'm not i'm not smart enough oh i can't do that that seems too hard oh i can't do that because well what if people don't like me who cares who cares Say that again. Who cares? Who cares? Do it. You only get one go at this. You only get one life. One life. That's it. So you should just do it. You know, you can hear this, these words, you can hear this podcast, but deep down inside, you already know, you already know the answer. You already know what you want to do. You already want to know. You don't need any more confirmation. That's the most important thing that I can say on this podcast. You don't need any more confirmation than the confirmation you already have with inside yourself to go and do it. I love that so much. You don't need any more confirmation. It's almost like before listening to this episode, you already knew. Yeah, you're just waiting and say, oh, yeah, 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 they're right, they're right. And oh, let me listen to something else. Oh, right. yeah, 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 they're right, they're Correct. right. You already know. You already know. Burn the boats, you know, take off the safety net. Don't have a plan B. Stop looking back. There's no plan B. Don't wait for a net. There's no plan B. None. Not at CVS, not at Walgreens. <laughs> They're all out of plan B. You're stuck <laughs> with plan A. You're stuck with plan A. I love that. Ah, with that, dun, 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 we heard from the E.L. Smith. <laughs>
So good. E.L., thank you so much. Oh, no. Thank you for having me, man. I had fun. I had fun. E.L. Smith Comedy. Uh, you can look me up on all the platforms. Man, that was good. It's so raw and real for us to really think about, like, how do I get more confidence? What is it am I supposed to do? But let me just tell you this. Confidence is like the magic dust. And if you did not hear your goal this year, like, I don't care what it is. I don't care if you're like, Tiffany, I was going to get married this year and it did not happen in these streets. I don't care if you were like, Tiffany, I was supposed to get a raise. Like, I needed a whole raise and it didn't happen. Tiffany Largi, I don't know what happened, but I had a revenue goal and this revenue goal did not come to pass. You're thinking to yourself, I need a strategy. I need something else. You know what? The thing didn't work. It was them that day. It was not them that day. It was you. Eight out of 10 times what I've found in the last two, maybe to three or four years and having served thousands of people around the world and then also being the CEO of that company, Do The Damn Thing, what I'm really, really clear on today more than ever before is that it is a lack of confidence. It is not a lack of strategy. It is sure as hell on a lack of know-how or any of the above. Are you flipping kidding me? All of the information that is out in the world, 77 hours a day available to us all on how to do all the things a hundred times. So it is not that we don't know what or how to do it. It is a thousand percent. We are not confident. We are not confident to take the leap. We are not confident to fail publicly. We are not confident to get it wrong. We are not confident in dot, 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 you fill in the blank. What are you not confident in? What did you just say to yourself like two minutes ago? Damn it. I need to go and like, I can't wait to hear. Like, literally and truly, when I say uh, from myself and on behalf of all the Do The Damn Thing coaches, I can't wait to hear. I literally can't wait to hear what your moment, your money moment was for you. What was your money moment? What was your money moment? And more importantly for me, what was your truth? What was your truth? Oh, this is so good. I can't wait to serve you. I'm super thrilled that we've had this time together. This has been more delicious than I could have ever have dreamed of. And I just want to say thank you. Number one, go take a leap, a step. Two, abandon your plan B and C immediately. And three, stop waiting. You nor I are getting any younger. I hope that episode was amazing for you and you are closer to building the damn thing. I can't wait to hear what your thoughts were, what part you loved, and the action that you're going to go take. Because the truth of the matter is that the person who wins is not the person who gets there first. It's the person who takes action first. Now, I've got a gift for you and it is at www.strapthustle.com. It is imperative that you run there and you see all types of goodies, starting with the seven must-haves that you've got to put when telling your story. There is so much deliciousness awaiting for you. I would love nothing more than for you to go ahead and give us a thumbs up and a five-star review on not just this episode, but this entire series of how do you build the damn thing. Like always, if there's anything that we can do to make your weekday or month better, please let us know. And more importantly, I can't wait to see you live. Whether it's at Do The Damn Thing Live or in one of our communities, or maybe you're just hanging out with us on social media. What I know to be true is that I am meant to connect with you somewhere. And I can't wait for that day to happen. And more importantly, I can't wait to see what you built. 